Well, good morning. So good to be back. Feels like coming home. And thank you so much for the church leadership uh, for giving me this opportunity to be with you guys and share and bring God's word. It's so awesome to be here at Mount Horeb to learn so many things and uh, we're able to invest that in different part of the world where there's a much needed gospel and it's it's so uh, exciting when you first come to united states you have to learn so many things you feel excited but they are not really fun so for me i came to states and i had to learn like everything i know my language but i have to work on my english i know how to eat but i have to learn how to eat i know how what kind of food i like but i have to learn again what kind of food i like so it's so much of culture that is so different you keep learning so many things and english was like crazy for me it was confusing and i had i'm so thankful to god for so many friends that were able to come in and uh, hey that's not the way you pronounce or that's not the way you speak all those things and i have my very good friend uh, i met him in the first week of my uh, journey in united states and uh, uh, bennett mitchin i'm really glad that he is with me today he was wonderful he taught me a lot of english so today if you don't understand my english now you know whom to blame <laughs> so let's look to the lord in prayer if you want to extend your arms and pray with me it's something let's see god let's close our eyes in prayer father in heaven what a beautiful blessing and opportunity to call you our father though we are not from the same culture same language color race in fact even different in countries but yours still our father what an amazing thing to comprehend that thing father thank you so much for sending your son jesus christ jesus thank you so much for your amazing sacrifice on the cross till that last drop of blood holy spirit we need your help without you we are nothing the guy standing right here is literally nothing but your word has power that can transform our lives lord we need that word help us lead us and guide us in jesus name i pray amen let's look to the scripture luke chapter 2 verse 18 to 12 sorry 8 to 12 and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks at night an angel of the lord appeared to them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were terrified but the angel said to them do not be afraid i bring you good news and that will cause great joy for all the people today in the town of david a savior has been born to you he is the messiah the lord this will be a sign to you you will find a baby wrapped in clothes and laying in a manger so we are in a week second week of series called misfits and when pastor trevor sent me this email hey you're preaching on december 12th and you're preaching on misfits uh, the date was really memorable for me because it's my sister's birthday 
she's watching happy birthday and when he sent me misfits i'm like i opened the email and i was reading like misfits and i'm preaching it i don't think that's fitting exactly i'm like uh. but i was reading and meditating on it and this is something amazing i was like god you have a good sense of humor and i'm preaching misfits now being father of two kids i feel a little promotion and you when you become father i think you you learn so many things brand new from your kids and i never thought i like sheep or lamb or all these kind of things but my first one she loves these little sheep and you become a father you got to love those whatever they like it so and walking around this neighborhood driving around in this around lexington it was so fun and amazing to see the christmas decoration in the yards man those are so wonderful and kind of got me confusing because some of the yards i have seen they have all fancy nativity stuff very cool and someone had this uh, disney nativity scene i'm like i don't think that looks like nativity scene all the mickey mouse and all the uh, disney characters are there i mean it's fun to watch but i was reading the scripture and there is like no comparison between the nativity scenes that we are seeing today and i don't think the reality is that way we have read in the scripture the shepherds are trying to guard the sheep they are out of nowhere in the middle of nowhere they are taking care of the sheep probably it's someone else sheep they are just working for them it's being a shepherd is definitely not a glamorous job maybe not i don't know how today it is but definitely back then it is considered as something a very low class profession you get to see lot of pain struggle suffer you get to experience sun heat cold winter you go to stay up too late to guard this sheep and they are they must be really so confused because they are the people who got got never great opportunities they were looked down all the time they are downtrodden and they are, it's it's so weird to see the angel of the lord appearing to them like ah uh, these people must be like did you got the real address maybe something wrong they 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 must be really confused because these are the people sitting in the night they're trying to save the sheep out staying trying to keep the sheep out of trouble and they're all sitting and together talking like brother struggle is real they have all this kind of unfit you are not fit for this thing you are not good at this you are not there are so many 10000 reasons to say you are not good for something in verse 10 that's why it says do not be afraid i bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people that's the interesting part in the scripture like these shepherds have received a message which was very great news but the funny part is like 
this message has been received or the message has came to this kind of people who are looked down, not worthy, not good at many things. They don't know anything, dirty, downtrodden people. And here is the angel says, on the other hand, this is the good news. It's not just for you. This is going to bring great joy to all the people. Man, that's something amazing. Because it is very confusing to see because wealth, success and status, that's our value system. Whereas heaven has something else, that's upside down kingdom. We view things in certain way. We, we see some of the things in a different way, but heaven has something special. It looks at things which we never feel it's going to be right that way, but that's what we call the upside down kingdom. Heaven has its own way of dealing things, working with the things. It's totally upside down. And by the way, it's not fun to be a Christian. I don't think many of you agree with me. It's not fun to be Christian. It's challenging all the time. And it's not even, it's even more crazy when you are PK. What's PK? Pastor's kid. Being pastor's kid, it's always challenging, tough. And growing up in a country like my country, I feel like if I have to pick anything or to be, become someone, I will never be a preacher. And I'm here today. Seeing all, kind of, all kinds of those things, I'm like, I don't think I'm, I'm, I want to be a preacher or a pastor. I'm done. And being an introvert, never want to be in front of people, don't want to speak in front of even a couple people. I hate it to be in front of people. And I'm here. And growing up again, having this kind of things in your mind, I never want to learn something like guitar or keyboard or piano because you learn those things, they're going to put you up front and say, do it. I'm like, no, thank you. So that's when, but, Long story short, I ended up in ministry. And that's when the struggle began. Like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I'm good at this. And basically, I don't know any so-called church skills. I don't have anything. I was going to school in India for seminary education. And then that's where I, I met a lot of people. And they were like, oh, do you know how to play guitar? I said, no. Do you play piano? No. Do you play guitar? You ask me anything. I said, no, 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 because I don't know. And that's where I felt like, God, did you really want me to be part of like ministry in this way, like preaching? I was so confused. Then I came to the United States. The same story repeats. I was uh, uh, coming to school in, at Asbury uh, in Wilmore, Kentucky. I grew up in a culture where men never enter the kitchen. Like, you don't wash dishes. You don't cook. Some of the men must be thinking, man, that's good. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I was, I grew up that way and work, uh, coming to seminary, uh, it was like, the only job I could find is washing dishes. Welcome to America. I was washing dishes and I mean, it's not fun. 
washing this like somewhere like 300 plates every day that's the nastiest thing you can do and i'm washing and i'm on like god is this the reason that you brought me here to wash dishes i was so confused i felt like i'm totally unfit for something that i'm doing i i thought i'm not going to be in a right place this is something i'm i might have made a mistake but but interesting thing is at the time passed and i was looking for a internship and i was able to crack an interview uh and this particular church was like yeah we love you so much and we want you to be with us and they offered me a job for 5 years i was like man this is the dream finally it came through and i will i was getting ready and praying about it i said let me pray about it think about it and god is like i can agree with some of the teenagers you will be you are waiting for something to happen and right about that time your mama looks at you and said no you can't have that that's such a pain and i was like i got this job now i'm going to working and all of a sudden god speaks to me very clearly i don't want you to be here don't take that like god really finally i found someone who were not looking for my church skills they just offered me this opportunity and i want to go god said no i was super frustrated washing my dishes even more with more concentration and one day i walked up uh, out of my work and i saw this notepad sitting in the student lobby and it says looking for an associate pastor and it's a piece of paper with numbers on it 1 2 3 4 5 and nobody signed up and i'm the only person who wrote my name i said i'll come back at so and so time so i came back and this guy is sitting and reading his book and i'm like i just walked up because the frustration the failure that is bothering me so much inside i just walked up to this person and said you know what i'm not looking for your job i don't need your job i don't think that's the way you approach for an interview thing <laughs> don't try this at home and this guy he was reading the book and he puts the book on the table and he stands up and he says hi i'm jeff kersey Oh okay my name is Prashant by the way and he couldn't say my name uh and rest is history and i'm here i was able to learn so many things i just want to thank you once again for the great opportunity and when i first came to lexington south carolina and visited mount horeb i was like god you must have had a wrong person i don't think i can fit in here this is totally out of my thing I don't think I'm fit in this place but it's not you make decisions it's him leads you to, through that path that's what I was able to do and here these shepherds are definitely downtrodden people have no idea they have failed many times i have failed many times probably you have failed many times we felt we are so unfit for doing something we felt we are broken and here is the good news is that god is not worried about your brokenness god is not worried about our brokenness looks at this broken person or looks at this broken vessel or looks at this broken person ah there's a broken vessel he's not running away from broken people in fact he is drawn towards the broken people 
That's the reality of gospel. He is not worried about the misfits or disqualifications that you have. He is more drawn towards the people who are broken, who are looked down, who are weak, who are sick. The whole world may look at it that way, but he has his own way of dealing things. He is not worried about your brokenness. 2 Corinthians 4, 7 to 12 says like this, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that all surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, stuck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our bodies the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. For we who are alive are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that his life may also be revealed in our mortal body. So then death is at work in us, but life is at work in you. Paul is really confusing sometimes. Paul, do you know what you're writing about? Because he says everything, we are perplexed but not in despair. Like, it doesn't match. You're talking about two different things and you're trying to put it together and it really doesn't match. And he's explaining those things. I don't know how long you have been holding on to these broken pieces in your life. We are all broken at some point. We were hurt at some point. You're trying to hold on to these broken pieces. You've been trying to keep up with these cracks because of your hurt, because of your pain, because of your brokenness, because of your people said words about you or to you that made you feel so low. Church, I think I feel it's time to let it go. It's time to let it go because God is not worried about your brokenness. In fact, he is drawn towards it. I love my girl. My firstborn is really learning so many things. It's so interesting. Kids teach you so many things. I am enjoying my fatherhood. And this girl walks up to this Alexa. She is saying something. I was super confused and ended up like I was keenly observing. And she said, Alexa, here, go. go. I can understand only go, but she said, Alexa, let it go. I'm like, thank you, Disney. <laughs> She's learning English, by the way. And church, it's definitely a time we have been holding on to this brokenness, hurt, and pain. The good news is we need to let it go. We need to let it go. There are so many things that we are trying to hold and manage and work through it. But the reality is, you are a broken vessel. We need to let it go. One thing to remember is that the brokenness is not the whole story. It's only the one side of the story. Brokenness is only one side of the story. It's not the whole story. We mess up so many things. We miss so many things. We try to do so many things. But it's all falling apart. Congratulations, you are in the right spot. I know we don't like it that way. 
but i want to encourage i'm telling you in the midst of the reality of the situations i wish and pray that you see the truth of god that works in you and through you we see facts i'm not denying the facts yes we are broken people it's painful it's hurtful to try things do things when people say things it's hard but it's all facts but the reality of the truth is he is with us in verse 7 it says but we have this treasures of jars of clay i mean why do you want to put something valuable in this clay pots it doesn't make sense but paul is like man that's you we are broken vessels we are made sensitive we are a, a delicate piece crafted by him and it's like we are hard pressed on every side we are perplexed we are persecuted stuck down but that's that's not the end of the story that's not the end of the story i want to bring a couple of facts and truths in front of you the fact is you're struggling at the and the enemy is trying to destroy you and take you away but the truth is no weapon shall formed against you shall prosper the fact is yes everyone is trying to get you turn you upside down and the truth is he is in you greater than who is in the world the fact is yes you couldn't sleep last night you cried all night long the good news and the truth is weeping may come in the evening stay all night but joy comes in the morning and the fact is yes you are tired you're done i quit that's what we commonly say too many times but the truth is those who wait on the lord shall renew their strength that's the greatness in this following him your brokenness is for god's glory you feel i am broken this is not good but your brokenness is for god's glory interesting as english rhyme saying humpty dumpty sat on a wall humpty dumpty i'm not going to sing don't worry humpty dumpty sat on a wall humpty dumpty had a great fall all the king's men and all the king's horses all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put the humpty together it's interesting definitely it's for us we are broken people we fall down the sad part is we are looking for the king's men and the king's horses to put us together but we have a king you got to go to the king many times in our life we are trying to fix our brokenness the problems pain suffering by ourselves and sometimes we go to the king's man and king's horses but we are forgetting the truth is that our king is the one who can make things right and even in midst of the brokenness maybe you may be a broken piece but still you can have your peace that's the beauty of english You may be a broken piece but still you can have your peace. All the king's men and king's horses are trying to put you together and you forget you have a king who can put you together. He can give you an amazing opportunity to come back together so that his glory shines through your cracks. So many times we fail to see look at it that way. 
We try for king's horses. We go for king's men. And we forget to see the reality of this king. The truth of this king. Yes, there are people to help you out. But it's him who can brought us together, bring us together. That's what we see in Luke 2, 15 and 18 says this. When, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to the Bethlehem. See this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us. So that they are hurried off, found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Here gets interesting. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about the child. And all who heard it were amazed at what shepherds had done to them. He said to them, God used these downtrodden, low professional guys and they did not wait there. In spite of their brokenness, in spite of their situation, in spite of their conditions, they decided to go and tell the good news what they have heard. And people were amazed. It's interesting, things change from culture to culture. In Japanese culture, they have this art called kintsuzi. This is uh, art that came up when uh, an emperor, he has this, we all have favorite cups. I do have one favorite cup. I love my Contico cup. This emperor dropped his cup, was made of clay and he broke it. He should have handled it carefully. But, but his people decided to make the emperor happy. They brought it, all the broken pieces together. I don't think when you put a broken cup together, it's not going to look good. But interesting thing with this is this art, Kintsuzi. They brought this cup together. It's a glue that mixed with golden dust. This cup was broken. This cup was looked as good for nothing. But when they brought together, mixed with gold, man, it has value. It totally lost its value. But when it was mixed and attached with the gold, the value increased way more than what it was. Are you a broken piece? Are you trying to put things all together by yourself? But this king, that's something amazing with this king. He's trying to put you back and you're not willing to do it. But you need to let it go so that he can put it together. He can fill those cracks right exactly where you have struggled so much in your life. Those cracks are going to be filled with gold which is going to increase the value. You may not see it right away but I can say that your broken piece and your cracks have been filled with gold. Basically what's happening is you are a broken piece but His glory is shining through the cracks of your brokenness. Brokenness is not something to put you down, take away, put it in the trash can. No, the brokenness that you are facing today is one day it's going to put it back together and His glory going to shine through you. It's not something easy. It's going to be painful. You're going to be looking down. People are going to look at you down. Something unfit, not eligible for something. 
but that's not the end of the story he has a plan for you he has a purpose for you he's going to make things look more beautiful and more worthy for his kingdom i'm going to read the scripture second corinthians 12:10 says like this that is why for christ's sake i delight in weakness in insults in hardship in persecutions in difficulties this is the beauty for when i am weak i am strong paul is crazy about bringing gospel to people saying i am weak i think i am strong exactly at that point you are a broken vessel you lost so many things we are in a season let your brokenness give that shine so that people see you let his glory that's what paul said in verse 7 like we are the pots or jars of clay and his glory is in us when he is in us you have so many cracks brokenness into pieces when he is in you these cracks are not going to be empty they're going to fill with his glory you're going to feel great his when his glory shines through those cracks man people going to be drawn towards christ that's the story we need to learn and that's what we are made for let your brokenness bring glory to him let's close in prayer Our heavenly father thank you so much for this opportunity we are broken people we admit that we were trying to hold our pieces together god we may be in pieces but still we can have our peace because you are in us and your glory is going to shine through our cracks and that's going to bring glory to your name and that's what we are in that season lord thank you so much for giving this time lord heal those hurts and we admit we are broken but your glory going to shine through our cracks and that's going to glorify your kingdom that's what we are here for in jesus name i pray